0: I really believe that team partnering is a great tool to use. We've been using it for years and years and years, decades in construction to bring together people to co-create what success looks like and identify barriers to achieving that success and making commitments to one another, and then holding ourselves accountable for following through. It is a great methodology, and I think that you could use this very effectively within your business, within your organization, to create a high-trust team. And so whenever you see poor communication, you see lack of coordination, you see conflict, this is a great tool to use in your team. Hey, Construction Nation! Welcome to Lead with Trust. I'm Sue Dyer, and I've been on a three-decade journey to figure out how to make sure our construction projects succeed and produce some extraordinary results. My trusted leader journey has led me to work on over 4,000 construction projects worth over $180 billion. In this podcast, I'm here to teach you everything I've learned One thing I know is that it starts with the leaders of the businesses and organizations that come together to build a project. If that's you, let's get going. Hey, Construction Nation. This is Sue Dyer and welcome to Lead with Trust. This is episode 40, SOS, we need trust now. You know, you you probably know that I have been studying trust for the past 35 plus years. And one of my very dearest friends, Marilyn Mobley, was a senior vice president for a company called Edelman. And uh, she passed away a few years ago. Uh, But Marilyn introduced me to the Edelman Trust Barometer. Each year, Edelman does really extensive research on the level of trust in business, government, media, et cetera. And they do it for the United States. They do it for countries all over the world. They look at it worldwide. And so for about 20 years now, I've watched the trends in trust as they have shifted. In 2022, I saw a big decline in trust, and the trust barometer said that the, quote, trust bubble burst, end quote. So trust is the basis of society. So with the decline in trust, people are looking for leadership. And that was also a finding in the 2021 barometer. So then in 2022, the barometer now says and defines this year as we have entered a, quote, cycle of distrust, end quote. Uh, They go on to say that distrust is now society's default emotion. Think about that. Distrust is how we operate as a society. How can you build a society on the basis of distrust? You really can't. So, and of course, fear is always behind distrust. So, As I've seen this and other things that have been going on, which I'll talk about in another episode, uh, the disruptions that are just occurring in business and the world, uh, I really believe that uh, leaders are our answers, and particularly business leaders and government leaders. And of course, according to the barometer, leaders have failed to step up and deal with the problems and create solutions. So now distrust is our norm. What this means is that there is no ability to have a dialogue or to collaborate. And we see this play out all the time in the issues that we see on television, where you can't get any cooperation or collaboration. They just talk at each other. They don't work together. They're just polarized. And so that's what happens. It means that everyone's interests are, you're protecting your interest. Doesn't matter what it is in the realm, from something that is environmental to business to political, everyone is protecting. And we all know from what I've taught you before, is that whenever you feel the need to protect or police, you have an adversarial relationship. But what's happening now is that this inability to have a dialogue or collaborate and the need to protect has created total polarization. And so you see this polarization. We've been, we've seen it growing for, you know, the last decade or so, and it's really uh, accelerated with COVID and some of the political decisions that are being made. But the question is, which came first? The, the, Polarization and the crazy thoughts people have, and the lack of societal norms that uh, protect people, or the distrust that just began to grow over time because leaders didn't do anything to step up and solve problems. So, this has led to and is leading to the destabilization of our businesses, our government, and our lives. I know this is a bit heavy of a subject, but it's so important to me that we need to get everyone out there that's listening to this podcast to learn how to build trust and to do this With the level of exuberance that you've never done before, because even in your own business or in your agency or in your own little team, if you build trust there, it will ripple out. It ripples out everyone. It spreads. It's contagious, just like distrust and fear is. Now, so that might lead you to think like, well, you know, well, what can I do? I'm just a small business or a small agency or an agency leader, or I'm just whatever you put in after the just. But I'm really here to say that you can do much more than you think and that you and your organization will be impacted much more than you think if we cannot shift this cultural norm. Society is always built on trust. So it makes sense for us to do all we can where we have influence to counteract this distrust norm. Now, they went on in the uh, barometer to talk about how business leaders are, while not, they're still highly distrusted, are more trusted than government or media, or any other group. And so business leaders are being looked at as the only path to building trust, to solving problems, to creating the new norms that we need for society to, again, get back to uh, equilibrium and and really being uh, based on trust. So, I thought I would share with you uh, some thoughts on, on what you could do, some, some four ways that you could help stop this cycle of trust and maybe start a trust movement. You know, right where you are, you can do so much more than you think you can. So, one of the things I just wanted to share a little bit about is, you know, there is a hierarchy to trust. And uh, this is in my book, The Trusted Leader, if anybody wants to look at that. And it starts with you and then your team and then your business or your city, county, country. uh, It will only be as good as you think you can be. And so the trust hierarchy has five levels. And it starts at the top with self, trusting in yourself. Uh, The second level, which is sort of closely tied to self because none of us are, they're all in a vacuum. We have interpersonal relationships. So, you know, one-on-one together, interpersonal relationships is the second level, trust their high trusting relationships. And then it grows to a high trust team or a group, a team could be a constituency, but for most uh, most organizations, it's teams. And then the, the fourth rung is the whole organization. Whether you're a business or a government or nonprofit, trust is the norm in the organization. And uh, if you listen to my episode 39, I talked a lot about building trust and trust throughout the organization as the norm. And then the last rung, the fifth one is interorganizational. So you as an organization, or even as a team, you do not operate in a vacuum. You need to interface with other organizations who have the ability to have a positive or negative impact on you. And so creating high trust between organizations is a critical element well as well. So this also from self down the five rungs to interorganizational each level gets more complex because you have more people and more lines of communication, more issues, more things to do. It gets harder to get alignment. But it really starts at first with you. So let's dive into that a little bit. Hope you're enjoying this show. Every time you and your team step foot onto a construction project, you bring your business culture with you. For any construction project to succeed, there must be a high-trust culture. It doesn't matter if you're in planning, design, construction, or startup phases. The more trust you bring and build, the better your results. I've created a free resource for you, the Trusted Leader Profile so you can know exactly the level of trust you bring to your business and projects and what you can do to boost trust. You can grab that at sudico.com slash profile. That's sudyc com slash profile, P-R-O-F-I-L-E. And I hope that you'll remember that always high trust equals high performance, and it really depends on you. Now, back to the show. So increasing trust in yourself is really a great place to start because where do you feel like you can't do something or you feel like you aren't good enough or smart enough or wise enough or experienced enough? We all have these feelings. Some people call it an imposter syndrome, like, well, I can't do this uh, I remember listening to a story on the news about a young woman in New York who was on the street, and there was all these apartments around it, and she was uh, beat to death. And people saw it, they heard it, but not one person went out to help. And people were flabbergasted by this. like, how could this be that no one stepped out and stepped up to help this young woman, and she died. And behind it all is really the belief that we can't make a difference, that we are not enough, that we would not be able to do anything that would really make a difference. And it's just not true But it is in our head. And so that's the first place we've got to overcome this belief that we are limited in what we can do. So in the self level of the pyramid, the hierarchy of trust, I really recommend that you use the two-step partnering approach. And I talked a lot about that in the last episode, but this can help you Practice to train your brain to become a high trust leader with a high trust mindset and high trust values so that you are capable of doing extraordinary things. And just start with one thing. I know I'm coming out with a training that's going to come out. It's going to walk you through the book. But And then after you've done the training, there will be the next level, which will be doing a 30-day challenge on doing the impossible based on one of the things you identified in the training. And to prove to yourself, prove to yourself that you can do it that you can achieve extraordinary things, things that you think today are impossible. And of course, this also makes, makes sure that you are creating high trust interpersonal relationships that are strong and aligned uh, because that's the second rung. So use those, that step for those two rungs on the, uh, tr- the trust hierarchy. Number two is increasing trust in your team. So step two takes you to working to increase this trust at the team level or group level. And I really believe that team partnering is a great tool to use. We've been using it for years and years and years, decades in construction to bring together people to co-create what success looks like, and identify barriers to achieving that success and making commitments to one another, and then holding ourselves accountable for following through. Uh, it is a great methodology, and I think that you could use this very effectively within your business, within your organization, to create a high trust team. And so, whenever you see poor communication, you see lack of coordination, you see conflict. This is a great tool to use in your team. Then to increase trust in your organization, this moves to creating trust as the way you do business throughout your entire organization. And I really believe that creating a trust strategy through creating a trust workshop, can do a tremendous amount to create a a plan for you and your business. And of course, you will not create this in a vacuum. You will have your key people helping you to create it so that they buy in and they are committed to it. And when your people are committed to it, they follow through. They will come up with better ideas and ways to do it. They'll make sure it happens. You're going to want to identify, a strategy that is based on how to create you know either an extraordinary outcome or a competitive advantage something that really excites and thrills your people and then identify barriers to that so that you can overcome the barriers along with key goals and key milestones so that you know what's happening along the way and just remember that in your organization your culture exists inside your policies, practices, and processes. So look there to see what policies do you have, what practices, which are really policies that are not written, and what processes do you have that are not in alignment with a high trust culture. That's where you want to start. So the fourth thing for you to do is to increase your trust level and influence Between organizations. So, what you'll see happen as your business becomes the rising star in your market or in your world, in your industry, you will grow a reputation for being high trust and high performing. And you can use this by influencing others. In either your marketplace or your industry to grow trust themselves, grow the level of trust. And the best way for you to use a tool to increase influence between organizations is, I believe, a strategic partnering process. And this is where you create, co create together an understanding of where each group or organization is, what you need, what's most important to you, and how you can work together more effectively to support each other. And once you grow these strategic alliances with key organizations, uh, you will become uh, even more influential. And of course, they're influential, so you grow relationships with organizations and now you as a leader as a business or an agency can have a tremendous amount of impact and you can really use this within your trade associations as well and also to increase political impact and to embed political policies that are high trust instead of distrust. If you want to know more about any of these various trusted leader models that I've mentioned, just send me an email at sue at uh, And I'd be happy to jump on a call with you and uh, explore if any of these are of use to you. But I always assume that you really, you need to start which is why I'm not doing anything more about it, but start with the partnering approach and uh, learn about that and implement it. Train your brain to become a high trust leader. And uh, I've included a link to the model for you. And of course, I've written a book and a journal uh, for how to implement this. So uh, feel free to jump to find the trusted leader and uh, or the journal, the trusted leader journal which will give you the practice you need in order to train your brain. And remember, you want this not just at your level, but all through your whole organization. You want it. The more you can have people working towards this, creating a trust moving both in your organization, outside your organization, in your industry, in your trade associations, in your, with your politicians. Maybe we have a chance of turning around some of this distrust we have growing in our world. You know, as I mentioned before, the Edelman Report did say that it will be business leaders who will need to address the societal issues. So you, your team, your businesses, your associations, your politicians are all needed desperately. And I hope you will stand up and work to create a high trust environment for all of us. So I thought I would share with you just real quickly, the 10 uh, findings from the 2022 Edelman Trust Barometer. So here we go. And they call it the trust 10. So number one, distrust is now society's default emotion. We talked about that. Number two, of the studied institutions, business is once again the most trusted, with 61%. Still, that means a lot of distrust is still there, but business is more trusted than government, which is at 52%. Number three, government and media fuel the cycle of distrust. So that's why you see people wanting leaders of businesses and maybe smaller agencies, staff people, to really fuel a movement of trust. Number four, news sources fail to fix their trust problem. So the information sources are just difficult to even sort through anymore. Number five, fake news concerns are at an all time high. I mean, everybody's talking about fake news. If anything's in the news that somebody doesn't like, they call it fake. And poor people out there cannot tell what's real. There's not a news source that is wholly trusting, and the news sources have become polarized. And we'll continue to do that until we begin to create higher trust. Number six, there is a collapse of trust in democracies. This is a huge finding since now most people in democracies don't believe that their institutions are doing what they need them to do so that their family will be better off. Number seven, societal fears are on the rise. So this sort of makes sense. If you don't trust your institutions and you don't believe people are going to do what it takes then they're just more fearful. And like I said, behind distrust is always fear. So, you know, you can see the fear is there. Number eight, businesses need to step up on societal issues. And we talked about that. That is really the best hope we have is that business leaders will step up, learn to create a high trust environment within their own business, and then explode that out into the market and into politics and into everyday lives. Number nine, societal leadership is now a core function of business. Again, the same thing. Leaders are going to have to be who leads society because business is stuck in a cycle of distrust, fear, polarization. So they can't function. And number 10, Business must lead in breaking the cycle of distrust, which is what we've been talking about for this entire podcast. So, there you have it the Trust 10 from the Edelman 2022 Trust Barometer. And so, I hope that you will use this podcast today as a catalyst for you to think about your business. And the mission your business has in the world today to bring trust to a society that desperately needs it. And I know that you can do it and you can do more than you think you can, and you have more influence than you think you can. So with that, Construction Nation my hats off to you. And I look forward to hearing your stories about the things you've been able to do and influence. Take care. Okay, Construction Nation, I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Lead with Trust. Will you do me a favor? If you think this episode can help anyone on your team or business, please forward it to them. Please subscribe so you don't miss an episode and your honest review, hopefully five stars, is much appreciated. Every leader who learns how to build their business and projects on a foundation of trust is going to reap the rewards of greater productivity, attracting the best of the best, enjoying your business more, and doing things you thought were impossible. If you want to know where you are in your trusted leader journey, I have a free resource for you. Please just go to sudico.com slash profile, S-U-D-Y-C-O dot com slash profile. And you can grab it there and find out where you are on your trusted leader journey. And so that is a wrap for today. Can't wait until I get a chance to hang out with you again next week. And until then, have a great day.